0: Hello, everybody, and happy Wednesday. So I just wanted to say this is going to be the first in-depth episode. Now, I do plan to release them weekly. I was aiming for Mondays, but Mondays got pretty busy, and I thought, hey, it's my podcast, so I'm going to hit for Wednesday. Wednesday is kind of that midweek point where I've experienced some crap in the beginning of the week, and I'm ready to just verbally explode by Wednesday, so it works. Anyways, wanted to let you know that. Also, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, I can't keep this to myself because it is like the greatest kept secret. It is so easy. There is an app that I downloaded called Anchor. You can create your own podcast. You can upload it to your very favorite platforms or the most listened to. And the best part is the app is completely free. And let me tell you, it is so easy to use. It was easier than making a TikTok video. I'm not shitting you. And I do need to put a little note out there. If you are easily offended, by all means, maybe my podcast isn't for you. It's going to be a window into my life. And believe me, there's a lot of shady areas there. But I'm going to welcome you into that And I can go from diplomatic to totally rogue, as I mentioned in the notes, in a millisecond. If you are ready for the ride, keep listening, because today is how to stop being a yes bitch. So you're probably wondering, or maybe you're not, maybe you've caught on to what do I mean by being a yes bitch? Well, obviously it means by the inability to say no. There are times in your life where no definitely is the right answer, but we say yes because we either don't want to let anybody down, we don't want to let ourselves down, or we feel that we need to and we don't have another option. You are going to be the only person in the world that's going to protect your own energy. And every time you say yes to something that does not feel right, there's little pieces of yourself. That chip away along that path until you find yourself in a place where I personally am in today trying to put those pieces back together. It's not as easy as what it seems. And because this is so dear to my heart, I needed to discuss this. So let's speak about different circumstances where this comes into play. I'm just now I'm just going to hit out there. I'm not speaking personally about anything. Um, but for instance, work. You have a job title. You apply for a job. You know what? This is my career. I love it. This is what my this is what my um responsibilities are. These align with my skill sets. It's perfect. So you take the job, and slowly, along the way another task is added. You're like, okay, yeah, no problem. I can do that. Another task is added. Yeah, no problem. I got that. Another, another. And then now you're sitting there with your stomach literally in your throat and you're waving the red flag like, help, I need some help. But there's no help to get because you've already accepted these tasks on, which has molded your new job responsibilities, it starts to become to a point where you can't hold yourself to that original high work ethic because you can't complete tasks from beginning to end the way, well, not that you just want to, but the way your work expects you to because you just have so much. So then what happens? Well, you start skipping lunch or the best is eating lunch at the desk. That That is shit. Don't do that. Do not get in the habit of working through your lunch and just putting it or downsizing it by saying, I just like to eat at my desk. Go out for a walk. Get away from the shit because what happens is that becomes an expectation. No, no. Well, where were you? Well, I just went to grab a coffee. Oh, well, you're normally here. Well, yeah, but today I needed a coffee. So then all of a sudden that becomes a faux pas, that you actually took a lunch. So don't let this happen from the beginning. You want to make sure that your job responsibilities are clearly defined. Do not keep taking on tasks thinking that that is how you are going to make yourself invaluable and that is how you are going to make yourself unfireable And that is how you're going to secure your job. Uh, Speaking from myself, I was doing many, many, many roles that there's actually different departments for, and I will not speak about what employer it was, but it literally got to a point where I was losing weight every other year. And I don't mean like three pounds. I mean, like from 135 pounds, and I'm like five foot, one and a half inches to 115. So I'm losing like 20 pounds because I stop eating my lunch. I just start working through all hours. And if I work from home, I'm just not even leaving unless I have to go pee. But it literally got to a point where you're working at 95% of your maximum work capacity for the complete shift. That is not healthy. That is when we hit burnout. You are the only person that is going to be able to say, no, I cannot take that task on. Because if you, say, for instance, have a manager that doesn't really do that for you, because maybe they don't fully understand everything that you are doing and the responsibilities that you have, they think, well, why not? Well, why can you just do this this once? Well, you do it that once. You're going to be expected to do it every time. And I'm not one of those people that believes well, do a shitty job so then that way they don't ask you to do it again. No, everything that comes off my desk, I put my 100% in, mostly 120% in. And that's how I like to do my work. So by taking on too many tasks, now all of a sudden those responsibilities and those uh, projects that needed to be re- completed at a certain time, those are now getting 40% of my attention. No, I don't work like that. But let me tell you, the burnout rate is its is skyrocketing, especially since people are working from home. Now, don't get me wrong. I love working from home. I love having the ability to light my candles, to sit there, and just be in a nice zen spot. But I need to tell myself when to walk away, when to stop working. I don't have to not eat. Like I was literally waking up, having a coffee, going to my laptop, getting up to pee because the coffee makes me pee. And then I am exiting off nine hours later and I haven't ate. I haven't put any water in my system. I have literally lived on caffeine for the entire day. And then this is happening five days a week. Then you are also jumping on the weekends to make the beginning of your week easier because you have too many tasks. You have things that are not attainable to do in a 40 hour work week. And when you are an office worker, you have a lot of it depending on your position, but you have a lot of important shit that you are responsible for. Make sure that you don't put yourself in a spot that you can't deliver. If you cannot deliver, Speak to somebody. If that person doesn't listen, speak to somebody else. But the biggest part, don't let it happen in the first place. And I know sometimes we want to always please people, but by letting them walk over you, I will, and you're going to hear this so many times throughout this podcast, expect what you accept. So listen to that again. You need to expect what you are accepting from people. Because once you accept it, that's now the expectation. You're going to hear me say that a lot of times. And it's something that's stuck in my head. And it's really got me out of some pretty shitty situations. Now, I think it was just on CTV News, it was yesterday that, I'm going to speak for Canadians because I'm Canadian, that Canadians, 81% burnout rate? 34% of those are in extreme burnout. In May, it was an overall average for Canadians that 47% of workers were feeling burnt out. Now, we're in the middle of a pandemic, but a lot of people are working from home. A lot of people are working on overdrive, depending on your position also. We all know that what's happening with the economy since the pandemic. So just be very diligent about how you protect your energy and your time because like the global average global worldwide average for burnouts, 37%. Why is Canada so high? I'd really like to look up the USA numbers because I can guarantee they're right up there with us. But anyways, I just thought I would share that with you. Now, if you don't want to be in a situation where you're feeling burnt out, you are exhausted and trauma hits. Well, shit. That's what happened to me. My dad got sick unexpectedly last year. And not only was I working, I actually was blessed enough to have uh, an employee slash best friend she became really helped take on a lot of that workload while I focused on my dad. But again, I was the yes girl. So anything that was needed, I will do it. I will do it. I will do it. Until tell your brain, you will start to forget things and you don't even realize you're forgetting them because you're so used to multitasking. But I think the reason I did that is I just wanted to make sure it was done right. So we've got to get off the mindset also that if we need something done right, we do it ourselves. I mean, come on, a lot of the time, it is true. But it's not that if it's done right, I think it's it's the expectation of it being done the way we want it to be done because we expect ourselves from other people. It's natural human behavior. So if we want it done our way, that's why we decide to do it ourselves. I needed to make sure that he was taken care of my way. So I took on all of the important things, lawyers, the doctor discussions, the diabetic discussions, the medications, and making sure that all of those were picked up, fixed, fueled. Everything was working my way because that meant it was working and nothing was going to break. Well, when my dad did pass and I was feeling pretty burnt out, let me tell you, my existence of the person that I was changed forever. And I wouldn't say it was just from grief or just from losing my dad. It was a whole buildup of things, and I keep thinking I need to get back to the person I that I was. I need to get back to multitasking. I need to get back. And then I, I sat there the other day and I thought about it. Why? Maybe that's not who I am anymore. Maybe I, my whole world, as I've seen it in a quote so many times, and I, I love this one, that maybe our life needs to be completely shaken upside down and sideways to find out who we really are. I think I needed to shed some layers of the onion, so-called, but I'll say my skin, and dig deep into becoming the person that I am becoming. So that is just particularly speaking about work and then getting into a burnout zone and having something affect you so significantly and emotionally that you literally crumble. I never, ever, ever want to wish how that felt on anybody, not even my worst enemy. I don't say I have enemies. Everybody's got haters. I really don't care. I still wish them the best, and I really wish them blessings, and I wish it not even on them. So that is one part. We're going to get into the next portion, which is... not knowing when to say no. When it comes to friendships or it comes to going out, I used to be an extrovert. Every party, every gathering, I was there. I loved it because I drank. And to me, that's I socialized. I had a great time. And I was the life of the party. And I have literally taken a loop into a complete introvert. It could be because I really pretty much cut alcohol out of my life. I think like I went out Halloween and the last time I went out before that was probably almost three years, but I don't really drink in between that. So that to me, it's really hard. I want to get out. I want to go have fun. And then the time comes and I'm just like, I don't know if it's hitting 40 or I just want to lay on my couch, but there's something that. I really think is important to say is if somebody invites you out and you're not vibing it, you know, why make up something? Don't say, I've got this, I've got this, I've got this, I can't, I'm sorry. Just, I'm sorry. I really don't feel like going. I would love to do something with you at a different time, but I'm just not feeling going out tonight. If that person is your friend, they're going to understand that. You're protecting your energy and what else can they ask for but honesty? Instead of a candy-coated bullshit smoke and mirror lie, just say, honestly, I would rather be in my PJs and in the bathtub, not rather than see you, but I would rather be in my real comfort zone tonight because my my energy just really needs that. But let's do something soon. There is nothing wrong with that. It's not a hard no, it's just no, not tonight. And again, your friends will respect you more for your honesty than making up lies. And you even feeling like you need to. I don't know. It's just okay to say even I don't feel like company if somebody wants to come over. Now, if there's going to be people in your life, you stay connected with them because you either have a history or... I don't know. It's you, you do love the person, you know, you love them as a person, but when you're around them and when you leave, you just feel yucky. Like, do you ever have somebody like that where you just feel like, was that negative or was that just me? If you even need to ask yourself that question in the car on your way home, like, was that a job that they took at me? Like, what are you doing? Don't keep putting yourself into that situation. Why do we still feel the need to honor these type of friendships? It's okay. There's an expiration date. It's okay to keep them at an arm's length and say, how are you? Good. But don't put yourself into their energy. If their energy is negative, you will bring that home with you. And why keep putting yourself into a situation where you leave feeling like shit? It is... One of the stupidest things I did for so long, I am so guilty of it. Well, I love this quote that I hear, and I've read it quite a few times. It comes across my timeline a lot, and I'm going to probably say it wrong. I always botch this shit, but it says that people are removed from your life because God heard conversations that you didn't. Wow, that totally blows me away. And when you notice that people, are exiting your life for certain reasons, just trust the process. Because again, there are probably things you didn't hear. Now, here's my issue. And again, I've been guilty of this. You do hear, not with your own ears, but you're told what was said about you. Okay? But you continue to talk to the person. Whether it's small talk, whether it's keeping some false peace or balance in your life because maybe there's a connection with other people, if somebody goes out of their way to talk bad about you, it is okay to cut their access off to you completely. Whether you are friends for 20 years, whether you are related through marriage, whether it is family, whether it is I don't know, your kid's par- your kid's best friend's parents, if somebody is talking shit about you or trying to flip a narrative about the person you are to somebody that you love, cut that out of your life right away. Or if you know that you can't even go to that person and call them out on it because all they're going to do is freaking lie anyways, bye. You do not need that in your life. By you allowing them in and access to your information, your energy, the only person that you are disrespecting is yourself. And I have done it for so long with so many people. There's still people today that are in my life that like to go and chirp behind my back to other people about stuff they don't even know about because I live a very honest, genuine life and I don't even talk to anybody else. So if the only thing that you have to talk about is shit from my past, which would be like many, many, many moons ago, it's not me who's got the growth. You you have some serious growth to do. And And P.S. you may need a little bit of Jesus at the same time. But I'm doing my own thing. I'm no longer accepting those type of people into my life and definitely not into my home. Don't let that energy into your home because they can actually send you something that my spiritual mentor advised was called psychic attacks. And that is just negativity being sent your way, especially if you're into into energy healing and um, you work with energy such as myself. If you don't protect yourself and you keep giving people like that access to you, expect some things to come down the way. And we'll talk about how to protect that energy in another episode, because that's also something that's very near and dear to me. So anyways, those are a few instances where I want to talk about saying no. Obviously, we want to talk to our kids about Saying no when it comes to drugs or peer pressure, not saying yes or just going along with it. But as an adult, these are things that are really affecting our well-being and our way of life. And a huge one, I just have to put this out there. I have a whole podcast about this coming up, but or episode, sorry. But stop allowing exes back into your life. It's recycling toxic relationships. That's going to be a whole segment because I can't even do that right now. But that is something that I want to tell you right now. If somebody keeps leaving and coming back, it is okay to say no. You need to love yourself first. And by saying yes each time, you are losing pieces of yourself every time you let that person back into your life. And if you can honestly say, that you are a strong, independent woman or man, but you're allowing that back into your life, and you are on this roller coaster ride of, yes, okay, come over. Oh, we make up. Things are great. Two days later, they're shit. We're fighting. It's all full out World War Three, and you get stuck into that zone. You're not respecting yourself, and there is a lot of self love that's missing there. So learn to not be a yes bitch. And that goes for men and women. Do not say yes to everything. Learn when you've hit your maximum and learn when something just doesn't feel right. Because if it doesn't feel right, it's not. I really hope that this was able to reach some people in something you're going through right now. Maybe you are one of those people feeling extreme burnout or during the holidays you were getting invites to places that you really don't wanna to go to. Maybe you want to just take a step back from the drinking. It's okay to say no, you're not gonna miss anything. Family, let me tell you, that's where it's at. As long as they're not toxic, spend that time with your family, be around your best friends, and the ones that truly care about you will not care if you say no because you are respecting your own energy. And you maybe say, you know what, there's people going on, they really are just not, I'm just not in that place right now. It should be fine for you guys to do something separately on your own. So anyways, that's it. I just want to say happy Wednesday, everyone. I am doing this one solo today. And any feedback would be definitely appreciated. Questions would be fantastic, but I know that there's going to be more questions as the episodes go along. So we are going to be having some special guests coming on. And if you have an idea, something that's dear to you, write me. You can reach me at crystal at gmail.com. And I definitely will love to hear what it's about. And maybe we can do a segment, the two of us. I want to say love, light, and blessings, but it isn't always love and light. So just protect your energy one day at a time. I wish you a blessed week. Stay safe, everybody. And for us Canadians, bundle up. We're getting some more snow. (laughs) Goodbye. Have a good day.